Hey y'all, it's another week of Cape Soft, um, where super moms can come and relax, take your capes off and enjoy yourself. Nice little conversation. You're here with Mark Kendra, Thomasina, <laughs> and Amanda. Hey guys. Hey. How's your weekend been? My weekend's been really good. <laughs> so Adina turned two on Friday. So we've just spent the whole weekend just like celebrating her and she's been like super spoiled. She's been eating so much cake and she's just been sugared up all weekend. But it's been really fun. That's cute. Happy birthday, Adina. Happy birthday. I can't believe she's too like just thinking about everything she went through when she was first born up to now. Like it's she's just like a normal kid now, but it's just like it's <laughs> it's just crazy. Like I feel like time is going by so fast. Yeah, that it does. That it does. Yes. Well, y'all celebrated together, didn't y'all? We went. Y'all basically had the same weekend. <laughs> we went to the we went to the Sesame Street Live, but girl, I've been in period hell. I was at home, sleep all day yesterday after that event. And I was literally, I just got up like 20 minutes ago. Lord. Lucky me. It was <laughs> Derby weekend hers. So. Oh, yeah. How was that? I was really, really, really turned. Like, I saw your the I cute outfit the you party. wore when you went out. Did you like it? Tom Cena told me I looked Oh, I thought it was cute. <laughs> I don't like it. Like a... I, like well, I got to be honest. I didn't like it. I did like No, it. that's fine. It's you fine. look like um like a 70s, like a I got 70s vibes. I liked it. Yeah, that was kind of what I yeah, was. Yeah, you look like a hippie. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I was going I for. I did like I liked all the colors. <laughs> so I had fun though. I haven't been out like here in so long. Since Hawaii. Yeah, it was Yeah, well I'm I mean like even just going out, like even before Hawaii, I don't really step out much did you did you so, watch like the actual race or did you just go and party i just went and party i don't ever watch the race i'll just see people talking about it <laughs> that's probably what i would do too like the only time i ever watched the actual race was when i went to the track and that was fun i think i'm gonna go next year well if y'all come we're going we're doing the track next uh, year. So i don't want to i don't want to see the actual race why not? You gotta have the oh, yeah, I want to do the Oaks, and I want to do the Derby, and I want to get dressed up all set. Trust me, Amanda. If you've never been to the Derby, you want the whole. Experience. It just sounds too boring. I don't want to watch horses run around. But it's not. It's not boring at all. People are getting drunk, betting on them horses, looking fly as fuck. Yes, it's it's a lot of fun, and it's more it's more fun being there than the race. Exactly. Okay. The race ain't nothing but like two or three. Yeah, days. nobody's yeah, actually. Nobody watches the race for real, but yeah, like the most fun you're gonna have is just by being there. Okay, it ain't about the race because, like, literally, the race is two to three minutes of your time back, but the rest of the time we're just getting fucked up. It didn't, I think I saw in the news that yesterday someone said that someone cheated or something, so they had to like deliberate on who won. Oh, snap. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, shit. I mean, I don't know the exact extent of what happened, but I do know that the course that won they disqualified them. oh so they didn't end Which, up winning no Ooh. 
And like a lot of people was mad because that was the horse they betted on. So they was like, my horse won up. No, it didn't. Yeah. I, I <laughs> thought I saw in the news that they said, yeah, they got disqualified for some type of foul play or something. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I've seen a lot of people talking about that the horse was young and, mm. like, that it, I don't know, so I guess it did some type of fucked up shit, not knowing that it was the wrong thing to do and or everybody whatever the rules money. are. I don't even know the exact rules of the derby. <laughs> right. But other than that, like, literally, derby is just, like, a million parties in one week. Right. Like, that's all it is. And, like, um, they had, like, a gala the other day. And literally everybody was there, like Ray J, uh, Vivica Fox, Ooh, celebrities. Um, yeah, all the celebrities was there, and you know, like it was for us, like it was open to the crowd, so we they was just like mingling with the celebrities type shit. So that was nice from the looks of it, mm. but I've never even heard of it. Like, so the pro- promoters kind of suck because a lot of parties I didn't get to hear about. Like they had a bunch of concerts yesterday, and I didn't even know that they was coming until yesterday morning. But um, the day party I went to yesterday, I had a bunch of fun. Seen a bunch of people I ain't seen in a while. That's good. So that was cool. And then after I record this, we went to another day party. Because it's Derby and you got to end it with the finale. Right. <laughs> y'all know DJ Kid Capri? Yeah. Have y'all ever heard of him? He, he uh, DJs the party that I'm going to today. But he always comes on Sundays and DJs that party in the Daryl Griffin party. Oh, okay. So, and he's a, you know, he's dope as a DJ, so you end up having fun or whatever. Yeah. But it's just something fun to do. Get dressed up real cute. Put on your Sunday's best and have a ball. Not best. <laughs> I wouldn't say Sunday's best. What is it, Millionaire Row? Say that. I put people in like they Sunday clothes clubbing. Nah, like Millionaire's Row. You got to get spiffy. Yeah. To come out on Derby. That sounds like fun. Yesterday, I kind of feel like I dressed down, so today I'm dressing up. I just wasn't going to do it two days in a row. <laughs> All right. I was like, I'm going to be comfortable one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> But our topic today is bullying, right? Bullying, yes. Yeah. So we're going to talk about, uh, I guess, why kids bully and what we can do as parents to prevent it, to prevent our own kids from being bullies, and also to prevent, you know, what to do when our kids are, are possibly being bullied, like what we would do in that situation. Right. So... You know, we see, like, a lot of um, people, like, or just a lot of teens or kids, like, committing suicide. It's, like, an all-time high rate, and, you know, they're they're just scared to speak out about it. I don't know. Do, do you guys think that, like, in our country and in our society, we have, like, a major bullying problem? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. I feel like a lot of times it's not really talked about. And thank God for social media because it's kind of a, a blessing and a curse. It's, I feel like it's, you know, a blessing because it's putting awareness to the bullying situation. But it's also a curse because that's how these kids are being bullied is, you know, it, whether it be in person or social media, you know, all of that. So, Right. And then I, I honestly think in today's world, like these kids 
because they didn't have to, I guess, grow up like us because, you know, we all had this mindset of we're going to make sure our kids have this. They're going to have this. So, you know, like us growing up, you know, like my shoes been a little dirty. Somebody may or may not speak about it. I don't really care because, you know, we didn't always have the best and everybody around us didn't always have the best. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like these kids are kind of a little more sensitive and more coddled. So the bullying might get to them a little more. Oh, that's interesting that you said that because so I was thinking about that too. Like, you know, teenagers and kids, they like to make fun of each other and laugh and like just make jokes about each other. But when do you guys think that turns into bullying? You know, because you can sit with your friends and just talk about each other and like laugh and like, you know, do like jokes and stuff. But I wonder where, where or when it crosses that line into like bullying someone so bad that they want to go home and like not live anymore. Right. I I I don't know if it's like um I don't know if the kids feel as though they can't really talk to their parent or if things are not getting handled the way they're supposed to or if they're just getting handled differently because you know like when we was kids I don't care when I was growing up you know if I felt some type of way and I was angry enough I'm gonna whoop your ass like we fought <laughs> we kept it moving these kids nowadays, they want to shoot. They want to kill everybody just because of how they feel. And it's like, well, you can't <laughs> kill everybody. You know, don't, <laughs> don't kill anybody. And so I think, that, I don't know. I think, like, you can't, you can't, you can't. You can't kill yourself because of how you feel. What the ass if you say I mean, that? people do that, though. But. <laughs> but, yeah, that's true. But I feel like more parents are like, not wanting their kids to be bullied so it's like this happened and they I don't feel like parents are necessarily teaching their kids how to stand up for themselves like like how Amanda said let's say if you was in a group of friends when would you feel like it was bullying like for me I would feel like okay little laughing joke here and there but if you keep joking about the same thing every single time hold on fam we we got a motherfucking problem yeah, like at at the point that I'm telling you that what you're saying now is pissing me off or it's upsetting me right. or it's hurting my feelings and you keep doing it and you just don't care at that point. Right. And at that point, we got to do something about right. it. <laughs> and so I feel like, yeah, like I, I don't know because my kids come home, they tell me about kids saying and doing certain stuff. You know, the twins are a little heavier set. So they go to school and you know they'll hear like something like why are you so big and your sister's not yeah. something like that and that's not cool you know so I'll, I'll ask my kids well what did you say I told them because I eat a lot and my mama makes sure that I got food on the table and so like to me I'm like okay <laughs> you know at least you had something to say back but I think it's more or less the timid kids. Like my oldest daughter, she'll come home and she'll be like, she's friends with such and such, but she doesn't want to be friends with her. But everybody else is friends with her and they want them to be friends. So she just like does it anyway. And I tell her, you don't want to be that girl's friend. You ain't got to be a fucking friend. I don't know if I give a shit about whatever. You just reminded me. So Markendra called me one. I mean, not Markendra. My Kenya called me. We talk all the time. So she called me one day. And I had to help her through a situation because it was, she said it was her and I think two or three other girls and 
my Kenya said something along the lines of, um, you know how like sometimes people make jokes and they're like, oh, well, white people this or white people that, right? Like you kind of joke about it, but you don't really think about it. So my so my Kenya has said mm-hmm. something along those lines and it hurt her friend's feelings. Like the girl, her friend was white and it hurt her feelings. And so this other girl edged it on and was like, well, that was wrong. Why did you say that? You're racist. Um, we're not your friends anymore, this, that, and the third. And you know, that really got to my Kenya. She was like, when we were talking, she looked like, you know, she's about to cry. And I was like, hold on. My, I, first of all, I was like, you know, it was it was an or, unfortunate situation. I said, you know, my Kenya, some t- I said, yeah, we might joke like that. I said, but you got to look at it from other people's perspective. I was like, you know, it, she's white, so she probably got offended. And she was like, but I didn't mean it. And I said, well, she's a child. She don't know you didn't mean it. She just took it the way she wanted to take it. I said, now the other girl. Uh, she doesn't sound like she's your friend because she she edged it on like you know hyping the white girl up to guess I guess be further mad or whatever and she understood it once I put it like that yeah. she was like oh well you know I'm gonna apologize to her and let her know like you know my feelings or whatever and she was like you know if they want to be my friends that's okay but if they don't that's fine too and I was like good because I think at first she was really worried about them being her friends and I was like Girl, you're gonna have friends come and go throughout your life. You just gotta be okay with that. Yes. I try to push in that head as much as possible. The only motherfucking real friends you have is your sisters. You got a million sisters out here. You don't need no friends. <laughs> right. I try to push that in the head. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but at yeah. the end of the day, you know, like you said, friends come and go. Your sisters out there. But I also think comes back to what you said earlier to uh mark kendra about it starting in the home like i feel like like those kids like if kids are bullying or whatever i'm going you know it literally can go deeper than that because it could be like oh is this kid just being a dick or are they being abused at home you know what i mean so right right, you just never know it's crazy and then it's a lot of like a lot of terrible parents out here I mean it's always been terrible parents out here but then when you bring social media in it and everything else like I literally watched a girl on my social media post up pictures of her kids they was always clean her done you know her son had a haircut they was matching every time they got you know got on there they was like the perfect little cute little family meanwhile you know behind the scenes she's beating the shit oh my god the kids is fucking scared to get out of the bed, you know, because like her son, I think he was nine and he was still pissing in the bed because he was too scared to get up at night. Like when I say beating the hell out of them and then like when you think about something like that and then these kids have to go to school the next day, you know, like literally just in fear, you know, like a lot of kids feel better knowing that they can make somebody else feel yep. that way too. And that, that, shit half of these kids that you don't seen shot up at school or whatever like when you go back to that background they be like oh they had a terrible life and whatever yeah it's their fucking parents and so like the bullying yeah it goes to the kids but when it comes to bullying I want to talk to the parents you know what I mean I I feel like sometimes too kids can just be fucking kids cause like okay prime example that, that remember the Columbine shoot right I saw that I saw the interview with their mothers and like one of the moms, she was like, 
she just looked like this little timid old lady and she was like she missed the signs because she said you know she would check in with her sons and and see how they were doing and she would just let it be that she never went further so like if she asked her kids hey you having a good day and they're like yeah that's kind of a, as far as it went for her she's not like me and you mark kendra where we like well why you feel that way what happened who she didn't dig deep and she said she wished she would have paid more attention to him because she probably could have helped him work through whatever he was going through mentally to to prevent that so i mean i, I don't feel like it's always the parents and see that's another thing you know because at the end of the day a kid might be walking around feeling like he's not getting attention so i'm being an asshole because i'm not getting this so much you know my mama will show me more attention when i'm in trouble right you get what yeah. i'm saying I do like, think it has a lot to do so with, like- with people's home lives. Like, it could be their background, how they were raised. Like, if some kids are raised in a family where all they do is like, like my dad, my dad loves to joke on us as his kids. Like, he makes jokes about us all the time, but I never feel like my dad is bullying us just because, you know, we know our dad loves us and that's just his personality. So me and my brothers were never like that. Like, that's not a trait that we picked up from my dad. But what if, you know, it was, what if we went to school and we were like, well, we know our dad loves us. He makes fun of us all the time. And we just started doing it to other kids in the school. Like, that's just the way that we would have been brought up. But I, I feel like the problem comes that where the problem comes in is that kids are afraid to talk about it like they're afraid to, they're afraid to snitch or to look like a tattletale to go to the teacher and be like this person hurt my feelings you know and he won't stop because I feel like that's where I feel like the line is drawn like it's like okay yeah. you can to somebody and it's, it's fine but if they want you to stop and you won't stop then that's the problem yeah yeah and a lot of times I feel like the shit just gets dismissed like a kid come and tell him, yeah, the teacher's already going through enough. They're dealing with all these kids. They're annoyed. You know, they have their own home life and everything else. Like, my daughters came home, and, you know, the twins are a little overweight. Um, my daughter came home, and she told me that a little girl at school was messing with her and about her, talking about her hair. You know, it was a little white girl. She wanted to know why her hair was different every time she came to school. Why this? Why that? And their kid, she don't she don't get the yes that shit's annoying but I can keep it moving you know it really was bothering her like why does she keep speaking yeah, right. and talking about me you know so she said something to the teacher see it's teacher not handled right about it. you know she kind of she kind of tells her to you know well just don't talk to her then or whatever And but she's sitting next to this little girl in the classroom so then the teacher keeps calling me and saying that She's talking out in class. She's talking out during my lecture, whatever. And, you know, to me, I'm like, I know my children. If she's talking out during your lecture, something's wrong because she knows that I don't play that game when it comes to school. So I'm like, what is she saying? Well, a little girl was messing with her and she kind of screamed out or whatever. And I'm like, okay, so the little girl's messing with her and you've called me every day this week telling me that my daughter's doing something. You don't feel a need to like separate them or anything. Oh, well, okay. I can kind of try that. That should have been the first thing she tried. Why would you not take that step? Yeah, why would you not try that anyway? And then my daughter came home and she just broke down crying. Like, and I'm like, what in the hell is wrong with her? Like, I literally, like Thomas Hennig can tell you, I called her and everything. And she just was basically like, she had a whole mental breakdown while she was at her dad's house over the weekend. 
She, you know, hates how she looks. She hates, how, you know, how big she is. She doesn't want to eat anymore. She doesn't even feel like she has a reason to live anymore. And I was like, whoa, hold on. What? <laughs> you know, I can, I, I can coddle you and everything, but when you start talking about you ain't got a reason to live, and I know it's kids out here literally killing themselves. It's crazy to me because when we was growing up, wasn't no kids killing themselves over that? Like, what? This is crazy. Like, for crazy. Right. And these know about death. What do they know about death? Like, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, Lord. Right. And I feel like they don't really have the type of backbone that we had because. I don't know. I grew up in a family where all we did was joke on each other, too, like you said, Amanda. And so, like, my brother's like, you know, I was never really overweight, but I was bigger than everybody else. So, to me, they, they gave me a complex of telling me that I was fat all the time, telling me that I was this, telling me I was that. And I was like, damn. But, like, when somebody else said it outside of my home, it didn't bother me because this is what I deal with all day with my brothers. You know what I mean? So... I mean, like, I don't sit around and talk about her weight and say this and say that. So when somebody else points it out, it might get under her skin a little more because she's not used to somebody yeah. pointing out her weight. You get, I don't know if yeah. that makes sense, too. But, like, literally, like, a kid wanted to kill themselves. Like, literally, like what was the little 14-year-old boy that killed himself the other day? Like, yeah. a couple weeks ago because he was getting bullied at school. Like, yeah, I saw that. I saw and it's like, I I don't know what, I don't know if it's just like the kids being more comfortable than they was when we was younger, but a lot of kids are coming out earlier being gay. I don't really feel like it's a problem towards it or anything like that, but society sees it as a problem. And when you come out as being gay, especially a male being gay, that's a joke to everybody. And meanwhile, this, this little kid is trying to figure out his life and figure out what's going on with him and his feelings and everything else. And the whole world is joking on him. So, I mean, I can understand it. Right. I feel way. like uh, back, back then, uh, like we just as a society weren't as tolerant as we are now. So I feel like kids just feel more comfortable now. And since they see themselves more now, you know, in the media and, and they they can pinpoint what those feelings are. They feel more comfortable talking about them like at an earlier age. Um, but I mean, though our society is more tolerant, but we still have like a long way to go, you know, so I can understand. And each household is different too, right? So like in our households, we'd be like, it's tolerant, it's normal. Just live your life and you'll oh, figure, yeah. you know, you'll figure it out as you go. You're still young they may go out into school and just feel comfortable because they've been accepted at home and they want to be accepted at school. But other families may be teaching their kids, no, you can't, that's wrong. You know, that's this, that's that. And then when they go and talk to those other kids, those other kids may have like a different reaction just because of how they were raised. Right. You know, so, and I can understand, you know, if someone tells you like you're, just you how you are how you were born like is wrong i can understand how that would really really affect a kid especially right. a kid who, whose brain isn't even fully developed like when you're a kid those emotions like overtake you like 
So I remember when I was a kid, I was just a really emotional kid. And I, I felt things like really strongly. And even like the, the smallest thing, like if I got in an argument with my parents, I would be done. I would be, I was that type of kid who was like, I'm packing my shit and I'm running away. I probably just walked to my grandma's house. But I remember one time I packed all my clothes in like in like grocery store bags. <laughs> and I was about to roll out. But I can imagine like someone in like sixth, seventh, eighth grade, like trying to come to terms with who they are and with like the feelings they're having about themselves and just being emotional because they're kids and then going to school and getting bullied and feeling like, oh, no one accepts me. No one is accepting me for me. No one understands me. And I can understand how they would go back home and not knowing that life goes on after that, just thinking, oh, I'm going to kill myself because this is how life is going to be. It's like, no, that's not how life is going to be. You're right. in eighth grade. Like, you're <laughs> life ahead of you. There's going to be so much more fuck shit going on, I promise. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this is not your lowest point. Right. <laughs> like, I feel like we need we need teachers and just parents and people who can just talk to kids like that and just be like I honestly feel like it needs to be some type of class I don't know what you would call it but a a class for kids you know to help them with their self esteem like cause why should you know like every kid I feel like every kid is going to need some type of counseling or somewhere to go like yes you have school counselors or whatever but it's not necessarily letting them know it's okay to go talk to them you know what I mean Right. like have the um you know, have a class to let kids know how to kind of sort out their emotions. You know, like when this happens, how to react to it, or you know, different type of ways to do it, and things like that. Are letting them know that it's okay, and there's somebody else they they can come to, even if they don't feel like they can go talk to their parents. Like, right? It just needs to be some type of something about that. Like y'all fucking right. teaching parallelograms, and we'll never use those. So. Right. That, and, shoot, they need to create. They need to implement a bullying class in, in school too. Yeah. They definitely because I don't even think they really address it for real in schools. At least I haven't heard of any schools that do. I'm not saying they don't. I'm pretty sure there's some are, and but even, it ain't. Even if, they, even if they are addressing it, they're not addressing it properly because kids right. are like killing themselves. Right. 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 Man, oh. that is just uh. Do you guys think? bullying is more prevalent in boys or girls girls obviously girls are wouldn't ask you what girls i was gonna say boys because they always they boys are always like i don't know just dicks i feel like like i don't know like they got that testosterone right like they're just always on that like and like mark was saying like my brother he used to joke with me and stuff growing up and i just felt like that's like a natural trait for them. Whereas me, like me and my girlfriends growing up, we didn't really, we didn't do all that. That was, that was doing too much. Like joking, bitch, we don't do that. Like, no. Nah. A lot but. of these kids are too grown. And so like, yeah, comp- competition stage starts early. And like, if you feel like this girl's doing more than you or her hair looks prettier than yours or whatever. Like, I know that that is a real thing. Like, cause it's like, yeah. like I said, my kids go to school every day. They come home. Somebody wants to know why the twin hair is so short and my king's hair is so long. Like, why is that even a fucking conversation? Right. The hair grows, hat grows. Right. You know, like. And they're and they're different ages. Like, her hair is longer because she's older. 
Right. She's right. Had hair longer. <laughs> She's older. <laughs> right. And kids and like, they focus on the dumbest stuff. Like they do. They do. Like like the twins. Like their dad gets majority of their shoes. You know, like. And then I buy my Kenya shoes. But like Thomasina said, I'm not always the name brand person. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I have to go buy you Jordans and this and that and the other. Fuck for what? Like when Nazis out of 10, these shoes is going to be demolished in a week or two anyway. Right. I'm not wasting my money like that. So it's like if he wants to waste his money, that's on him. But I'm just not. So like then they go to school and then like they get kids and they're like, why is the uh, twin shoe game on point? And my kid, you don't ever have shoe game like, like what? Her shoes right. be on point. They just not fucking name brand shoes. Like, what y'all think y'all have to wear? Right. She doesn't have that type of mother that feels like that's what she has to wear to be cute or, you know, to look decent when she steps out the door. As long as she's clean, that's all that matters to me. I wonder what it is. I'm sitting here listening to us talking. I'm like, man, like when we were in school, like how Amanda said, you know, kids say the dumbest thing. We've all said dumb things. But when did when was there a shift in... You know, when kids were just really focusing on what, what we're talking about, like, oh, your shoes. Because I remember kids joking about stuff like that, like shoes and stuff. But I feel like after they joked about it, like because that was like it. The parents do it too. Huh? They listen to their parents do it too. And then, you know, because I've I heard plenty of girls be like, she don't even get him like no type of name brand shoes or no type of whatever. Or his shoes be weak to his little outfits. Or, you know, just little comments like that. If, oh my if, god if kids hear it if they hearing you talk like that you know like that's the way that they're gonna feel when they go to school when that's about a 10 i don't give a fuck if my son's walking around in spider-man shoes because that's what he likes he's gonna have on <laughs> spider-man shoes right. Right. Like, right i'm not gonna go spend 120 dollars on some nikes and he don't even give a fuck about those when i can go spend 10 dollars on some spider-man shoes you know right. like like i said i feel like it's just like a ultimate competition like all the yeah. time that's our society too though right like yeah. our, i guess our society promotes bullying like when they're watching their favorite actors or their favorite mute like our, their favorite rappers or whatever tv shows video games they can they have like they can convey this like accepting attitude when it comes to talking about people and like talking about their style talking about their clothes talking about their hair you know because that's what, especially if you watch a lot of reality tv because yeah. that's all they do is fight about veins vein stuff like they never right. they never fight about anything important it's always like your hair is ugly bitch and right gonna leave you for this. like you know so, and if those kids are watching that too when their parents watch it then maybe right. they took some of that stuff with them yeah like it's derby weekend my house <laughs> like it's derby weekend right yeah. So my whole timeline is basically picking apart everybody and what they had on at this party. Oh, they were supposed to wear this. They didn't do oh. it. Right. Like when the Millennium Tour came, you know, I went to that last weekend, the whole B2K concert. Yeah. You know, like it's not a whole lot of that you can go find that's going to be like in that same era. But, you know, most people wanted to dress the part. You know, it's the Millennium Tour. We're going to try to dress like we did back in the day. Yeah, so, of course, you're gonna try to get as close as you can. Everybody was like, Why was people dressed like the 90s? I thought it was the Millennium Tour. Like, it's like somebody always has something to say about something. So, the fuck what? This is what we decided to wear to this concert. Let us do that and let us, you know, live our life. Why is it? Matter? 
All right. I just I don't understand that part. Like it's Derby weekend, and I didn't see people put like people's makeup looks terrible. It looks like they was casket short. You know, like trying to joke. Lord have mercy. But in the like you're joking, but like you don't realize that you're being a bully. Right. Like they think it's funny. Like they'll take pictures of people like being out. Look at her. Look at her stomach hanging over this, and look at her feet. No, you're right. You're right, Mark Yeah. I saw a post, Mark, like Mark Kendra said, I saw a post, you probably saw it too, Mark Kendra, this girl in Kentucky, I don't know what party it was, but it was this girl, Amanda, that had on these shoes and her toes were like hanging off the front of the shoe. And I'm talking about, there were hundreds of comments, like hundreds, yeah. like people took the time out of their day to comment on this girl's shoes. It okay. blew my mind. I was like, what? And you like, guys aren't even, so we're even going like, beyond the kids and beyond school these are grown-ass people on the internet yes just talking about people and making fun of people and putting people down just to make themselves feel better yeah like what is that about like why can't why can't it just be a disagreement and it and that's okay like prime example me and mark kendra she showed me her outfit i didn't like it you liked it that's the end of it right ain't nobody jonah ain't we didn't take it further like No, and I still wore my outfit, and I still why can't it just be that? I'm I'm trying to figure out why people feel like they have the right to even approach people like that. Like what to just make some make fun of someone over and over again until they feel like they want to die. Like that's just fucked up. Like that's fucked up. That's like real fucked up. Yeah, what type of person are you? Exactly, and like literally, y'all. Mike be like, you're a weirdo. I was like, man, I wish I could create a show where we, where I'm looking online and just looking at people bullying and then like just pop up at their house like, what made you feel the need to say this to the person? Just <laughs> see how- Right. You know what I mean? Like, see, the that's the problem. Is, these are the parents that's raising these kids that are going yeah. to school with our kids. Yeah. So, yes, the shit starts at home. It and does. And they see you doing it even if you don't think it's that big of a deal. But when it happens to your fucking kid at school, then it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a big hoorah. You want everybody to join in. You want everybody to know about it. You're going live. You telling this. You tagging the school. You know, like, it's all of that. But when you was talking about that girl's makeup or how her stomach was hanging over her shirt, even though she probably just had a baby, or maybe she's just not in the point where she can want to lose weight the way you feel like she needs to lose weight. Like, at the end of the day, when she walked out of her house, she was confident enough to walk out like that, and that's how she felt. Okay, let me see. Prime example. You just made me think, Markendra. I had a conversation uh, with my mom, and my mom. I, I kind of put my mom in the bullying stage only because we were talking. We had got on the subject of like big girls and everything, and I was telling her like how much I love Amanda and how Amanda is just this fucking vibrant ass big girl that be dressing, bitch. She don't give a fuck. Like she's wearing two pieces and all of that. Right. So my mom was like, Oh, I'm not doing all that. Like, (laughs) you know, I I can't wear two pieces and you know, that's, that's just not for us. And I said, well, why ain't it though? I said, that's the problem. I said, I'm sexy in my two piece. And so, like, I really got in my feelings because I wanted my mom to explain to me, like, why do you feel that it's not right for a big woman to wear a two-piece? Or she, So then my mom was like, I think she went to some concert, Mark Kendra, and she was like, she was like, girl, you should have seen them big girls in there. She was like, they had on tube tops and belly shirts. And she said, you know, wh- wh- when did that even become a thing? Like, why did she have her stomach out? I said, because she felt bomb as fuck. That's why. Right. What do you right. mean? Like, I think a lot of it, you know. Like- I went, y'all. 
I couldn't believe my mom. Like I was like, girl, you, I don't know where you back in the seventies or the sixties, where you at, but big girls are killing it, bitch. Yes. Like you're allowed to feel confident and, it, and yeah. people shouldn't bring you down because of it. Right. Yeah. And I don't think people realize you making them little slight comments. You're fucking with somebody's confidence. Like, yeah. If she feels comfortable enough. You know, like a certain shit, you'll be like, Oh, you know, maybe you should pull your pants up a little more. You know, like, of course, you're going to give your girlfriend, like, a little pointers to look a little better. Yeah. But you're not yeah. going to be like, uh-uh, you can't do that. Girl, you don't see your rose hanging over. You know, some shit like that. Right. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I don't have four kids. So when I want to walk out in the two-piece, just like yesterday, you know, like, my stomach's not the flattest, but I know how to walk around and make it look like something. <laughs> you know, like, right. I don't care. You're not going to tell me I can't wear this because I didn't have four children and I got a flabby stomach. Right. No fucking will. <laughs> like, but everybody doesn't have that. And, you know, it takes some people, it takes time to even get that type of confidence. But they're yeah. never going to get it, especially if you have those type of negative people around you that are putting you down with everything you try to do. Why would All you right. wear those shoes? Who will wear those? Or such and such and such. And, like, why would you go to her to get your makeup? She sucks at doing makeup or whatever. Like, right. I just don't like the whole trying to put everybody down shit. That's it is. It is. And you know, like, you know, when I was talking to my mom about that, it just made me remember how, you know, she used to do me when I was younger. Now my mom's always been, my mom's a, 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 she likes to put on a show type shit. So we was always in the latest and greatest. They might not have been named brand, it was fresh, right? She always wanted us like that. Well, when I started my career with the government, like, I ain't have no money like that. You know what I mean? So, like, at my school, they had a closet where you could go pull a suit out that joint. Like, if it was a dress in there, like, it was yours and you just made it your own, right? And so, I I did that and then I bought some shoes from Payless and my mom had the audacity, y'all, to be like, what are you doing going and Payless buying shoes? That's not going to raise you, like, you don't wear pay less shoes. That's cheap. And I had to like really clown her because I was like, how dare you even like try to talk about somebody that buys shoes out of pay less? Pay less shoes be hitting, bitch. Like, first of all, they do. Now they're out of business. Right. <laughs> right. They are. But, you know, it just made me feel some type of way. Like, like Markendra said, like, what gives you the right, ma'am, to open your mouth to even have a comment like that about somebody? Like, what? Like, literally, y'all, it's a bo- it's a boutique here, right? Yeah, the boutique owner she gets on Facebook, writes this long ass paragraph about how big people keep coming in her trying on her clothes. Her clothes are only meant for up to a size 14. If you're going to stretch out her clothes and whatever, whoop, 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 don't come in there. And that's Ooh. like, one, you take it away from your fucking business. Bitch, don't tell me what I can do. Maybe I thought I could fit the shit, so I wanted to try it on. Right. That's the whole point of a store. Walmart's not gonna say, "Oh no, you're too big. You can't fit that. Don't try on our pants." Right. They're gonna let you try the shit on, and if you can't fit it, fit it. You're gonna put it back. Point blank. Period. Uh, look, I'm about to be dead wrong for this, but no, she's just broke as fuck because a real <laughs> business owner, no matter who the fuck came in and tried on their shit, because they're always gonna have inventory coming in. Oh, like, right. Right. Girl, I was so. like, literally, I know I can fit your shit one. But the shit's too high, and I feel like all that shit that you get, and I can get it offline for cheaper. Like, if if that's what I wanted to wear, I can get that shit offline for cheaper. Before right. I come in your store. Because you just made me to the point where I don't even want to fucking come in your store. Because what if I do come in there, and I wanted to try on a shirt, and it was a large, and it runs small, and I just can't fit it? 
because I know I can fit a large, but I can't fit your large. But I didn't know that because I had to come in there to try it on. You know, but now I don't even want to come and do that. Cause like that's crazy. Like people are just y'all. Lord have mercy. <laughs> so what? Can, what? But what can we even do about that? So like, it happens in school. It happens yeah. in adults. Like adults who should know better. Like, what does that even mean? Like, is there nothing we can do? <laughs> I think everybody needs some type of fucking counseling. Like, goddamn. Because I feel like, like at the point that you have to bully a motherfucker like that or you have to talk down on everybody around you or whatever you see or if you see some fucked up shit, you got to talk down on it. One, I feel like it's attention seeking. And then on top of that, I feel like there's something about you that you don't like. So that's why you want to talk about right. them so bad. You need to get in with your own feelings and figure out what the fuck it is that's your problem with you. And then too, like just, you know, with all of us, like we just got to instill in our kids that that shit ain't cool and just enforce it, you know, like, yeah. I mean, that's really all we can do until it, until it is, until it has reached that awareness of the world, if you will. Like, I don't know if it'll ever get that to that point. I pray that it does, but I don't know if it will just because of the society that we live in. It's like y'all said, a competition. It's always right. about competition you know heck we've you know i've experienced it where you know you've gone i've gone in the store with like my pajamas on or whatever and been treated a certain way and then went in there with all my designer shit on and been treated like a goddess so it's like what is it like i don't understand it like i don't know and where does all this competition even come from like okay, even me and thomasina used to have a co-worker like she would come to work every day. Nobody liked her, but she always looked good. Like her outfits were always on point. And we would always go up and ask her, Where'd you get this from? Where'd you get this? She would always be like, Oh, I can't give it away. I can't give away my secrets. Like she didn't want anybody else to wear the clothes she had on. Like it was a competition. And I always thought to myself, like, that's so stupid. Like, why not? Like, I was like, this girl, she crazy. I know. I don't understand that. Like, where does that but where look does that I- mindset come from? That was petty for a second because when she used to say that, I used to be like, Oh, that's because you know, bitch, I'll get that shit and murder that shit. That's right. why. But your style even was so different. Like, when you have different styles, like, she's just good and she always looks nice, but Thomasina always looks nice too. And their styles were completely different from each other. You know, me, I don't mind. You ask me where I got it from, I'm going to tell you in a heartbeat. Pop- right. Or the mall, wherever I got it. Right. Me too. I don't like that when girls do that shit either. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about that too. About there's there always ends up being some type of competition when there's like a group of women together, like a group of women out or work together. Like it always ends up being some type of competition. I don't understand that. I feel like everybody should be able to like live and like thrive, and we should be able to uplift each other. Exactly. It's so terrible. That's like I'm definitely going to teach Adina for sure. I already told Mike, y'all. I said. Mike was like, damn, you really thought this shit out. I said, yeah, I'm already prepared for my kids. I said, here's the thing. I'm not going to, there's there's not going to be a way where, you know, I'm teaching my kids about bullying. No, but let's just say you teaching your kids the way that you're teaching them. Woo, 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 and they, let's just say they bully somebody, right? Oh, baby girl, I'm ready. I'm ready for that shit because what you're not going to do is make somebody feel less than of. Like, we don't do that. Right. Like, gonna do that then I'm gonna show you like I was telling Mike I said he said well what would you do in a situation if like they were in school or something and they were making fun of somebody's clothes I said well depending on what they wearing oh we I'm taking you down to the street you wearing a t-shirt sweat and and, and some kids you you wanna make some fun of somebody 
the role is going to be reversed just so they can mm. be bullied. But I want them to know what that shit feels like. So right. they'll think about doing that shit to somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I just can't. I can't deal with that. Like, Y'all, too much. I got to stop Adina. So I know she's only two, but I feel like she's getting some bullying tendencies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like she be, yesterday, she, like, she hates sharing her toys. And I feel like that's only because she's an only child. But she yeah. got so mad yesterday <laughs> that she stood up. Like, we, she got in trouble. So we made her sit in her room by herself. And she hated it. And when she came back out, I said, you ready to, to play again? She came back out. She walked up to the other little girl in the room and just pushed her in her chest. Oh! <laughs> no. She was so mad. She came up and she just took her hand and she pushed her and the little girl fell. What did you do, Amanda? <laughs> no, I just took her in her We just put her in her room alone. I was like, yeah. you need some alone time. And we just let her. I don't know if that's like the right thing to do, the wrong thing to do, but I was like, you need some yeah. alone time. And we just let her sit in her room alone. And then when it was time for her to come out again. Did you tell her it wasn't okay? Yeah, we talked about it. We told her it wasn't okay, you know, and, and, she, and she learned the lesson for maybe like half an hour. And then she was ready to fight again after half an hour. Like, she's just aggressive. Well, she's about to go into terrible two stage. At this point, you gotta give her a pass for another two years. I know. Two years? It lasts until four? Yes. Yeah. They just did. <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. Like, Amelia yeah. won't let anybody touch her toys either. If she see, if she if she's playing with a toy and she sees somebody grab something else, she wants that one now. Because oh, she does not want you touching her, touching her things. I do, you know, if she hits anybody or anything like that, she she has a real bad right now where she's sticking her tongue out and rolling her little neck, and I pop her in her mouth because we don't do that. Don't stick your tongue out at me. Right. <clears throat> right. Oh, see, yeah, Adina has started that like rude stuff too. Like I don't know, and maybe she probably learned it from me, honestly. But I'm like, I don't know where she learned that from. So now when someone's in her way, she'll go move, move, like. <laughs> And I'll go, Adina, no, you say, excuse me, excuse me. And she'll oh. excuse me. But before she says, she'll go, move, move. I'm like, don't say move, Adina. You got to be polite. Mm-hmm. She did. She was doing that yesterday, too, because so Dean likes to play with the kids. Like, he likes to run around with them outside, and he'll wrestle with them in the house. So he was wrestling with the other kids, and Adina didn't like it. So she ran over and was trying to push them off her dad. You know, she was like, move, move move trying to push them off and I'm like Adina you have to stop being a bully or you're not going to have any friends no that, that's her daddy and you're not going to be able to tell nothing else it sucks but you're not <laughs> that's my daddy get out from him that's just right. what it's going to be what we go, what's she going to do if we have another kid she gonna she's going to do the same thing until, y'all, until she gets used to it yeah it's been two years and Carter and Charlie still fight like yep. it is like <laughs> I just be like, I don't even care what y'all do no more. As long as y'all don't kill each other, whatever. Like, like but listen. that's the thing. Like, how we handle this, like at home, that's gonna affect how they are when they start school. Right? Yeah. Like the twins, they'll play. They'll mess with Amelia, but they'll like hug on me, and they'll be like, "My mama," and then uh-huh. she'll go grab my leg and she'll push them off me and be like, "My mama." And they be like, uh-uh, you got a shirt. She was our mama first. And she goes, no, it's my mama. And they sit there and just argue with her back and forth over who's mama I am. Meanwhile, I'm like, leave me alone. Right, I don't want to be nobody's mama. I need a break. <laughs> right. Like, get off of me. I ain't nobody's mama. Jesus. 
So with your oldest kids, when did they start understanding and accepting the concept of like sharing and stuff? Cause like 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 how y'all both touched on like the kids touching the toys and stuff. That's Carter and them, I've never seen them do it with other kids, but I see them do it with each other all the time. Like Carter's always like, that's mine or whatever. Like when when did your kids realize like we're siblings and we literally need to share? Like girl, when they was like five or six and broke their bunk bed and had to share a bed. Oh, they had to be real close. I got them a queen size bed. Well, actually, I got me another bed, gave them my bed, and I made them share that queen size bed for like a year because uh, it's not my fault that y'all keep breaking things. One, like I just got money to throw away, and two, you know, maybe y'all need some close time so y'all can realize what y'all get. And then I, I, I'm, I'm the corny friend that does the whole big T-shirt. Y'all can hug each they get in an argument or they you know like if they can't figure it out on their own I, I think that's what it was I basically when they was around like five you know I made them like y'all gotta figure it out on y'all y'all can't come to me with every argument every disagreement right whoever's not sharing if y'all can't share y'all can hug each other until y'all can share y'all right can't share, I'm gonna take it away from y'all I want nobody have it you know and they start realizing oh shit we won't even nobody be able to play with it if we go tell mama or if she knows so you know, then they figured it out. You can play with this one for a little bit, then I'll play with that one for a little bit. I'm, Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm queen of taking shit away. Oh, y'all can't share? Don't even worry about it. Nobody will have it. <laughs> Where uh, they've bullied someone or the teacher said that they've made fun of someone or anything like that? No. My kids are, I, you know, That's- they're really sweet kids, honestly. Yeah. And they're the ones with the emotions and feeling like they're bullied and stuff. They, I've never had a situation where it seemed like they was the bully. Now, at home, they're different. When they're out in public, they're the sweetest little timid kids in the world. Yeah. But when they're at home, they're assholes. You know, the twins gang up on my Kenya. Then uh, it'll be one of the twins in my Kenya and then against the other twin. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's when I start doing the, oh, y'all can hug each other. Y'all can't figure it out. If y'all mad at each other, y'all hug each other until y'all not mad anymore. <laughs> y'all right. hug each other until y'all not angry anymore. We don't want to hug each other, Will. I wish we could have got a mom that, like, her kids bullied somebody. Because I want to hear how they work through that. Like, how do you, like, deal with your kid and they're the bully? Like, right, yeah. What do you even do? I mean, do most parents even know if their kid is a bully? Right. If the, parent, if the teachers aren't telling them, then do they know? Like, do they know? I feel like there. If you look online, there are like warning signs for if your kids yeah. are being bullied. But is right. there like a warning sign for a warning sign for if your kid is a bully? I don't know. I don't think I've seen anything like that. Especially honestly, especially when they act real different when they're at home. Right. Right. Because that that'll be the main thing. They act one way at home, and then they get at school, and they act a totally different way. I don't know if they feel like they got more freedom or that they feel like nothing will happen to them or right. their parents would never know. Yeah. Well, I used to feel like that. I'll say, like, I felt like, shit, when I was at school, bitch, I'm doing me. Like, and I never thought, oh, it'll get back to my mom. I wasn't a bully or nothing like that. But I, I do feel like as a kid, when I was at school, I felt more free from my parents because she wasn't around. So right. I, 
you know, be a little looser and do a little more whatever. You knew how to walk that line, right? Like, I can do this, 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 get in trouble, but they won't call my parent. If I do this, then I know they'll call my parent. So let me just walk the line of how bad I'm going to be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, man, this is, I'm really enjoying this conversation because this is just, I'm just sitting over here thinking like, dang, like, this is a lot. It's a lot with bullying. I know, I know. And then they turn into bullying adults who who hammer celebrities and like make them feel bad about themselves on Instagram. Right. Then, you know, you know, I I think the I'm, ass whooping aspect is a whole nother difference than it was when we was younger too. Because mm-hmm. my mama used to be the shit out of us. She didn't play any games with us. We didn't mind her. We used to get our ass whooped. Right. Today, these kids can call CPS. The teacher calls CPS. You know, like it's oh. not acceptable to discipline your kid. Now, I'm not saying like beat them unconscious or something like right, that. Right, right. It's not even acceptable to give your kid a whooping anymore. Like, and we got whoopings, and I turned out fine. I did. I, feel like, I think it is still. I feel like a lot of people still whoop their kids. I feel like it is acceptable. I yeah. Mean, I feel like no, they do. But the minute that it's told about, like, literally, if I if I whoop the twins today, listen to this. They go over their daddies and they tell their dad that I whoop them and he doesn't like it. He can call CPS, and then I have a case, and we're going back and forth fighting the court on, you know, me trying to prove why I'm a good mom or a bad mom. I feel like they they, they will arrest you and take your kids away for, like, one whooping. They will. Especially That's if you leave any type of scratch, bruise, or anything on them, they will. Mm. Or if the kid, you know, like, even if they're, like, scared or, they, you know, because they get them to say certain things and the kid not thinking – but then they ask some certain shit like, "Are you scared to be at home? Or are you scared of your mom when she's angry? Or you know something like that?" Mm. And they'll make a whole case out of it. So a lot of people, I kind of scared, get their kids taken away. Yeah, and it happens. It happens more than you think, and that's why. And I feel like that's why a lot of parents don't really touch their kids. And then on top of that, like my grandmother was allowed to beat my ass. Right, my dad. Anybody that was around me that I was acting up around was allowed to whoop my ass. Oh, see, no, I wouldn't that, like that. Ain't gonna that. I wouldn't want that. anybody to whoop Adina. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. That's the difference yeah. of how we grew up and how they're growing up. The gen- a generational knows, change, maybe. Yeah, but Adina knows that she has that safety net. My mama ain't going to let you whoop my ass. Right. Me, on the other hand, when I was growing up, it was like, damn, I'm going to have a granny. She's going to whoop my ass. I'm going to go home. My mama's going to whoop my ass again. <laughs> like, I, like it, it was me when I was growing up. But, like, even my kids, they know. Like, because, I, you know, I don't allow it either. I allow a motherfucker to discipline my kid, but don't put your hands on them. Exactly. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, my, my parents can definitely discipline Adina, but I want I, they can do it, like, without whooping her. Yeah. And see, when I feel like, when, I don't know. It's, I can't say when y'all was growing up, so I'm gonna stop saying we. When I was growing up, er, every grown up around me was allowed to whoop my ass mm-hmm. if I if they felt like I was acting up or I deserved it type thing. Yeah. Now my mom was having that shit. Like my mom was the type of mom like you like you can discipline her or whatever, and you can call me and I'll get her in line. But don't you put your motherfucking hand. Like prime example, there was a time where my aunt uh, put her hands on me and. You know, I've told my mom about it and I'm like, bro, you need to get your sister before I beat her ass like facts. Right. And so my mom, you know, she's talking to my aunt and she's like, you know, you can discipline her, but you can't. You, I don't want you putting your hands on my kid because here's the thing. 
And I agree with that. And this is why the way I put my hands on my kid might not be the same way you put you put your hand on my kid. I gotta, mm, yeah. Like I'll fuck you up behind mine. Like no, nah, having that. And I got into it with my mom over that shit. Like you know, my mom was like, she was telling me about a time where she disciplined my nephew, and I was mad about it because. You know, he's, what, two? And she was like, you know, I popped his little hand and I kept doing that and I popped him and, you know, his mom was sitting in the room and I was like, well, what did she say? And my mom was like, what could she say? Bitch, a, a lot? Fuck right. You. Like, what you mean, what could she say? Bitch, that's his mama. And I told my mom, like, you can't fuck my kids. Like, I don't give a fuck how mad they make you. If you put your hands on my kids, I'm going to beat your ass. And my mom, she was pissed. She was like, what? I'm their grandmother and this, that. I said, I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, those are my kids. And this is how I discipline my kids. And if you can't respect that, you'll never see my kids. Like, and think it's a game. I said, girl, you know, we done been through this before. And I'll die before I break. Bitch, like, no. Like, that's just who I am. Like, and right. she, you know, she felt some type of way, but she understood where I was coming from because here I had to refresh her memory. Like, that's how you was with us. So you going to give me that same respect back like period right yeah so me too like so my they didn't let anybody beat me but they did let my like both of my grandmothers my mom so my mom's mom who watched us all the time like she could spank us she rarely did like I can't can't even remember that many times where she did and then my dad's mom, you know, we really didn't have that uh, a close relationship with her but I remember whenever we did see her she like she didn't feel bad about like spanking us like she thought we did something wrong and I think honestly I think that's now that I'm thinking about it I feel like that's part of the reason why I don't want to spank Adina or why I don't want anybody else to like put their hands on her either just because I remember we didn't even have like a like a close relationship with my dad's side of the family hardly at all just because yeah. my dad was in and out of the household so it's like it don't make sense for us to go to Georgia and visit my dad's family you know when we hardly ever see him you know when he's when he's around whenever he wants to come around so I remember it was one time where my parents got back together and my dad's like, good, let's go visit. I, they haven't seen their grandmother in a couple of years. Let's go down to Georgia and visit. And they left us down there with her. And I remember me and my cousin got into an argument and we started like pushing each other, like a, not like a real fight fight, but it was like a, like a, like a little, like a little pushing match. And I guess my grandmother thought that I was wrong. So she took a ruler and she started to spank me with it. And I remember I was old enough, like I wasn't like a teenager or anything. I was still in elementary school, but I remember I was old enough to think in my mind, why the hell is this woman beating me? Like, I don't even really know her like that. You know what right. I mean? Like, and I told myself, and I think that's, it just stuck with me. Like, whole time, like no one's going to do a Dina like that. Like that, that's ridiculous. ridiculous that I didn't, I didn't even have a relationship with this woman. I don't even know her like that, but she felt comfortable to like, yeah. she thought I did something wrong. And my parents were, and they left us down there with them. So I couldn't like run and tell them. Right. You know, it's like, I always remembered that. I was like, no, I don't want anybody to do that to Adina. You know, and right. I even, I'm still even on the, on the, on the edge. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to be beating Adina. I still, you know, I still haven't decided. So it's like, right. you know, no one's going to, going to do that. No one's gonna... Exactly. No, I'm, I'm with you a million percent. Like, well, I can be the one to tell you, it takes a lot out of me. But when I get to that point, I'm right. going to my kids' ass. I most definitely will. But 
it ain't nothing that you know. I don't just beat them just because. Because I felt like we got a lot of whoopings just because. Yeah. You know, like the dishes wasn't done, or you know, a lot of whoopings for taking yeah. back, or you know, like I felt like we got more whoopings than explanation yeah. on why we were so. Wrong. I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly, for real. Absolutely, I agree with that too. So most of my most of the whoopings I got were for talking back. I had a smart mouth, and the thing is, is like I always tell my parents, mm-hmm. they're like, "We want you," and because I, you know, they know that I'm like on the on the line. I don't know what I'm gonna do if I'm gonna beat a Dina or not. But yeah. they were like, "You got whoopings, and look at how you turned out." And I'm like, "Y'all know I got most of my whoopings for talking back, and now I'm still a smart ass adult. So your whoopings right. don't do anything. Like my mouth is still smart, like." That doesn't even make any sense. Like, <laughs> so you can right. really use that example because I wasn't like a super bad kid. I didn't really do like, I mean, I got a, a what? I did like maybe one major, major bad thing. And it's so weird because the major, major bad thing. And I'll tell you. So when I was in high school, I got arrested for like cussing out a police officer. <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I didn't even get you. I didn't get a whooping for that. But if I talk back, they're gonna slap me on my face or they're gonna beat me with the belt. You know, it was just it was just stupid. Like it's like the, the there was no like there was no like plan, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's like there was no like we're gonna whoop her for this, this, and this. And this is just gonna be a talking to. You know what I mean? I just took it as shit, I done pissed them off to the max, their breaking point. And and then like I used to tell my mom a lot of times, like, I think the reason why you whoop us is because you be mad. Like you be big mad. And I get it, but like, don't take your anger out on me. Right. Like, do that. Right. And then my mom, she never explained shit to me. Yeah, her. my mom you did. Know, it was like, Oh, you did this. Okay. I promise that we, we knew we was getting a whooping, but she would be quiet all day long. Wouldn't say nothing. Then at some point, you know, she's gonna go grab her belt and okay, it's time for your whooping. Like we just sat around waiting on it all day long. But it was never like you did this, this is why you're getting a whooping. This is what you did, you know, like where you messed up at or anything or anything like that. It was just like, okay, now it's time to get your ass beat. And I was you know, by that time, half the time I'd be like, shit, I don't forget what I did. Right. Like it's been six hours. You ain't calmed down enough. You still right. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like, damn, you ain't right. <laughs> All right. Shit. It's almost like she felt like she had to do it. Like she may not be mad and you may have been on punishment and you learned your lesson, but she still felt like she had to whoop you. Right. Yeah. And I used to be like, damn. All right. <laughs> See, and when it comes yeah. to bullying, like if you're a bully, like the type of bully who likes to get physical, if you're the type of bully who likes to push and hit people, like punch people in the face, then is getting a whooping even teaching you a lesson? I don't think so. Like, no, I feel like it's right. aggressive. Shit. I'll tell you, I'm, like my mom, prime example, my brother. He used to, my brother used to bully kids and I used to be like, bro, like, why are you doing that? And he couldn't really give me a reason why. But my brother also was bipolar and had ADHD. Like he was all fucked up. Right. So he mentally, he was just off anyway. But my mom, what my mom would do, y'all, we used to have so many people coming and knocking on our door talking about your son punched my kid, your son. Oh, that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I can't forget this time my brother pulled, he took a handful of this girl's head out of her scalp, you know. Oh my gosh. Oh my, my gosh. Mom, she like whooped him or whatever, but 
she didn't really explain to him like why she was whooping him and she didn't explain to him that he was being a bully. All she pretty much said after she whooped him was, uh, you know, keep your shit together so these people can quit knocking on my door. Mm. Just like, what? Like, that's right. all you gonna say? Yeah. That, like, that's it? He like, could have went out and hit someone else and been like, oh, uh, they did something wrong, so I needed to tell them they did it wrong and I needed to beat them up because of it. It's like, no. Right. No, right, right. So, I just thank God that you know, even though, you know, my mom never really taught us about bullying, I figured it out on my own that that shit was wrong, you know? Right. Right. So. Well, ladies, I don't know what's going on in the latest. It's Derby Weekend and all the millionaires are uh-huh. trying to, find Try to one. get a man. <laughs> a rich man. I'm trying to find one of them. <laughs> So I got to go. Them. I said, find them, sis. Find them. <laughs> I'm trying. Shit. I'm about to go get dressed. Get myself together. Y'all got any fuck motherhoods this week? Mm-mm. No, I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. I. Uh, no, I don't have one. But it's just, again, like, I had. Um, my family over the house this weekend and y'all I'm just tired of my family trying to tell me what to do with the Dina I'm just so over <laughs> it like it's like it's like yeah, I tell them all the time but you know your family don't listen to you <laughs> but see you have to create a boundary you gotta let them know hey this is my house or this is my kid whatever whatever the case may be and this is what I say, and that's what goes. And if you feel like you want, you know, I mean, you you probably have to give us some tough love if you're really tired of it. Cause right. I'm tired of it with my mama. Hey, look, call me back when you can talk about something besides what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Like, I don't already know. Shit, I'll go a week or two or a month without talking to her, and then I'll call her back, and then it'll be, I miss my grandbabies, and blah, blah, blah. I bet right. you fucking do. Now watch your mouth next time. Right. That's a, so that's my mom. Like, oh. Dina's not sharing this weekend. You know, she's getting mad at the kids for playing with her dad, getting mad at them for playing with the toys. And then, you know, we're punishing her each time because I want her to know each time you do what you're going to get punished. There's going to be, you know, each time you're not going to, you know, I feel like we have to be consistent. And then yeah. each time my mom is like, no, please don't, don't put her back in her room. No, I, grandma's here. Tell her that grandma's here. It's like, no, girl, she don't care that grandma's here. She's fighting right. what you hear. Right. <laughs> you know? Grandma right. can exactly. fucking leave. Exactly. Grandma don't calm down. My, Adina's crying <laughs> and my mom's got tears in her eyes because she's like, oh, I'm not used to seeing Adina angry like this. <laughs> That's so funny. She's like, oh, when are you dropping her off at, at my house? Oh yeah, good. She needs a break from you guys. I can't wait for her to spend the weekend with us. Her, she's on right. her way. That's what I tell her. And you got her for two and don't nights, call. Girl. You got her next weekend. Mm-hmm. Mine is silly. Honestly, I just wanted but. to tell y'all. But Miss Amelia, I don't know why, but she keeps questioning me. Uh-oh. Like I won't punch her in her eye. But, like, every time I tell her to do something, she'd be like, why? <laughs> why, mama? <laughs> Amelia, go sit on the potty. But why? <laughs> Amelia, no, you can't have no candy. But why? And I don't know where <laughs> she's getting this why from. Like, what do you mean, why? Because I fucking said so, man. No. But why, mama? But why? Lord. <laughs> it's, 
it's really cute, but sometimes I'd be like, really? <laughs> Why are you questioning me? It's only right. because she's two years old, but other than that, I'd be ready to punch on her eye. I just think, I think it's funny a little bit, but I can't tell her that. Don't question me, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't because I said so, <laughs> motherfucker. Because I said so. My kids hate that too, y'all. Right. Here she go again. <laughs> it's whatever she says. <laughs> But I'm hot as hell, and I'm sitting in the corner because I feel like that was that was the only way I can make this work. So, what's our quote? I think we have a couple. Which ones do you? Which one do you guys want to do? You do one. I'm saying to do. I don't have one. What do you mean? Looking. Oh, you can't try me. Y'all know I can't see. Eddie, y'all know I can't see. <laughs> That's how they do me every week. They say come on, man. Oh, I can't with them. Oh, we can't with your handle. <laughs> I just want to write it out. Like, okay, I'll do the. I'll read the two short ones. Okay. You want me okay, to read the long read the one? one? I'll, I'll just read the two short ones. No, I'm. No, no, I'll just read two. I think two quotes are enough. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I was just so, wondering. Hey, okay, go ahead. y'all, make sure to check in with us. If you have any questions, you want to be featured on our podcast, you can email us at um, capesoffsupermom at gmail.com. Also, make sure to follow us on um, Facebook at Capes Off. Follow us on our IG page at capes.off and also follow us on our Twitter. Just connect with us. So with that, I'll let Amanda close us out with this quote. Yes. So the first one is from at Yosh Abella. It says, you're not sensitive. You're not overreacting. If it hurts you, it hurts you. Don't let anyone invalidate your feelings ever. I like that. Yes. And then the second one is a quote from Harvey S. Firestone. It says, never be bullied into silence and never allow yourself to be made a victim. Accept no one's definition of your life, but define yourself. Period. Yes. And with that being said, bye. Bye.